I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson. It's great to be with you today. Uh, we know that last night, uh, another tragic shooting in the United States of America at a FedEx facility in Indianapolis. Uh, it occurred about 11 p.m. local time. Uh, eight lives uh, were lost uh, before the uh, perpetrator uh, took his own life. Uh, several others were injured, uh, and we're continuing to follow all of that uh, throughout the day. And uh, we're going to examine that in just a little different way, uh, as we often try to do in this first segment, uh, as we really start to challenge uh, where we are. And we're going to give you an interesting solution today. Uh, it's a single word, and it's only three letters. And so it is time uh, for us to re-examine what we believe we know. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So it is time to think again about uh, what has just taken place in the wake of another mass shooting in the United States of America. And we're going to focus on uh, a single word today. And the word is and. And uh, we'll get to that in just a second, how that plays in. But let's start with Indiana Mayor Joe uh, Hodgson, who uh, I think framed where we should begin the conversation uh, following this kind of tragedy uh, when he said this this morning. What we are left with this morning is grief. Grief for the families of those killed, grief for the employees who have lost their co-workers, and grief for the many Americans struggling to understand how tragedies like this continue to occur again and again. They joined the Indianapolis community in trying to understand this senseless violence. So it is important for us to begin with grief. The The mayor's absolutely right. Uh, grief for the employees who lost their lives, grief for their families and loved ones, uh, grief for the many Americans who, who really are trying to wrap their heads around why this keeps coming back around over and over and over again. Uh, the mayor made one other really poignant uh, message uh, to the people, not only of his community, but to all of us uh, relating to what we need to prevent ourselves from falling into. Beyond the need of comfort for the grieving, we must guard against resignation or even despair. The assumption that this is simply how it must be and that we might as well get used to it. We need the courage 
that compels courageous acts that push past weariness. All right, resignation and despair are not an option. Love that. Uh, so important. Uh, we need that regularly in our lives to to, to realize that uh, we don't have to just accept the way things are on a host of issues. We just don't have to be resigned that this is the way it is and will always be. Never buy into this idea of new normal. Uh, we have a new now, and we need to have the courage, as the mayor said, uh, to prevent ourselves from sinking into despair and that courage to embrace the new now and then begin to chart the path forward. Uh, and so as we, we are again in the, the wake of, a, of another shooting, uh, tragic loss of life, so many in the country, uh, and I think the country as a whole, we, we really have to stand in front of the mirror and ask, you know, what's happened in our society? And how do we prevent these kinds of things from recurring? We, we had a lull during uh, the pandemic, and now as things are moving out, uh, we, we've had a, a wave of them. But how we react, how we engage, the way we discuss solutions, preventions, protections, uh, protections of rights and responsibilities, uh, we have to look at all of those things. And ultimately, it's up to us to not be resigned, but to have the courage uh, to chart our collective future. And so the thing we have to keep in mind is that when we, when we talk about the natural reaction is to, to look at what can we control in terms of behavior. But a, a caution, when we, when we talk about the often easier to measure control of outward behavior, we keep ourselves really distant from principles, from values, from things that actually empower and things that actually change behavior. Uh, if you're new to the show, uh, one of our regular guests is Jenny Howe. She is a counselor that we tap into regularly as our inside source, uh, not just on what's happening in the world, but how to talk about what's happening in the world, difficult issues, especially with our, our children and teenagers. And uh, I remember going back uh, not long ago to something uh, that uh, Jenny wrote uh, after the El Paso shooting. Uh, she said this, she said, we can allow our fears or our values to drive our dis our decisions. We can encourage solution-oriented dialogue from all perspectives with focus on values-driven uh, values solutions rather than political talking points. We can prevent. We can change, she said. Uh, I, I fully believe that. Jenny is such a, a powerful re resource. You can check out a lot of her stuff on our podcasts uh, from the past. Uh, but I, I really believe today especially, that the path forward after this kind of tragedy begins with the three-letter word, and. I talked about this briefly this morning with Tim uh, on Utah Morning News, that it's about and, because uh, we have to recognize that we can debate reasonable constitutional regulation and the social acceptance of violence in our movies and our media and our video games in the country. We can have important discussions about mental health, and we can review loopholes in laws that may put weapons in the hands of those who might harm themselves or others. We can ensure that law-abiding citizens who, who hunt have their rights protected, and we can talk about a culture of hate, bigotry, prejudice, and contempt that dehumanizes those that we disagree with. And yes, we can pray for victims and their loved ones. And we can individually take action to make a difference in our own communities. And so the, this power of and is one we, we have to recognize and understand. 
Uh, and it all begins with a, a really simple principle. The principle is valuing human life and valuing the differences. We always talk about it on this program. Oneness is not sameness in America. We value the differences. We also have to remember that nobody and no government has ever effectively legislative values into the lives of the people by just focusing on the behavior. It's important. We have to raise awareness about the negative behaviors. Make no mistake about that. Discrimination, hate crimes, abuse, all of those things that are part of the mathematics and the makeup of a mass shooting. And yet change is only going to be brought about when values like acceptance and understanding and self-control and empathy and valuing the differences in others become part of the moral fabric of our society. And so I, I, I say it again, I go back to this. When, when we talk about the often easier to measure control of outward behavior, we keep ourselves distant from the principles and values that will really make change. Because the truth is this, where there is a void in values, laws and legislation will not deter bad behavior. Where values are valued, laws and legislation can lend strength and certainty and security. And so we can get to that. But I think the thing we have to be careful of and what we have to think again is those awful words in the wake of another tragic shooting. Uh, we've talked about this in the past. If we allow politics to continually frame extreme choices couched in this or that, that's a false choice. And we'll continue to not only be in the wake of tragedy, but we'll be drowning in that awful prop wash of political posturing that we are already seeing today. And until we recognize the power of and including and embracing the idea that principles and values are the critical conversation starter, uh, that's where we're going to start moving forward in a positive way. So it is time to think again and embrace the power of and. We'll be right back. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.